Hello, it's time for another 10-minute Tiny Tech Talk, another sip of stimulating information. This is Jacqueline Sanders Blackman with Technology Expresso. And this episode, what I'd like to cover is what is critical thinking? And how do we create and mold young minds so that they can think critically? Now, when you look at in general and you break down critical thinking, that means just being able to dissect things down and uh, to connect and to reason. That seems pretty straightforward. You would think that we're born with that type of problem-solving capability. However, I can't argue whether we're born with it or not. But over the years of education, going through school, it kind of molds how you think. And when there's so much emphasis on taking tests, which can actually reinforce just memorization, then students don't find themselves doing a lot of critical thinking or problem solving or critiquing or reflective thinking in school. So we condition people that they're not doing a lot of critical thinking, and, and especially young people. So it, become, it does not become natural to them. It does not become second nature to them. And actually they struggle. And I was made aware of this very clearly when I have classes with adult learners. And I see how they actually struggle with problem solving and dissecting things and and then even connecting them back together. So we need to get our people young and we need to make sure that they're getting a variety of stimulating activities and learning activities that allow them to think and think critically. So I'm going to dissect and we're going to go through, well, how does a parent, a teacher, uh, counselors expose young people to critical thinking activities. Now, if we were to kind of dissect this out, and I'm, I'm leveraging some great articles that I found on the internet. So as you follow up on this podcast, because again, these are just mini podcasts to kind of just drop the seed. But I want to encourage you to go out there and do a deep dive to further understand what critical thinking is and how important it is. Now, the, the one thing I will say is the reason why critical thinking is a, such a focus with STEM. Because when you're doing science, technology, engineering, math, uh, computing, medicine, you have to be able to think and dissect and problem solve. So, let me break down all of the different components that are all kind of rolled up into this form of thinking. Number one, they need to be able to engage in problem solving. They need to be able to collaborate with others to take a variety of different perspectives and to be able to relate to those and even to find consensus. They need to be able to think creatively and at the same time, think critically. 
So problem solving requires thinking outside the box, but also doing things like process of elimination or looking at the pros and cons. When you're doing critical type thinking activities, you need to be able to apply it to real world applications. We commonly call that uh, in our world of analysis, running scenarios, thinking of different scenarios where something may or may not apply. They need to be able to communicate clearly and accurately. So when coming up with ideas and coming up with solutions, you need to be able to communicate and convey them to other people. Also what we call reflective learning, okay? Self-evaluating or evaluating a particular problem or solution to understand all of its different components. And then analysis is there as well. Analysis, reasoning, evaluation are all key activities that need to be exercised and developed. And then keeping an open mind. In order to come up with create, creative solutions or to think critically, you've got to be open-minded beyond just your point of view or your perspective, as well as open-minded and thinking of the possibilities. Imagine those people who do innovation. Um, these are people that don't let the rules confine what the potential for the future is. So, open-mindedness. Okay. Now, everything that I just listed here, and there, that was quite a list, so you might want to go back and, and kind of jot these down. You need to then be able to pull these skill sets and go across each of these different areas to pull out different skills at different times. Now, in order to do that, these activities that I just listed from the um, critical thinking to the problem solving, the collaboration, the consensus, the reflective learning, they need to be consistently cultivated. Okay? We need to set up environments that are what we call intellectually risk-free learning environments. So we'll allow the students to kind of blurt out crazy ideas and actually reward and recognize those. Because again, this is where innovation's coming from. Many ideas that we take for granted today, even when you look at the Mark Zuckerbergs and the um, the Bill Gates. Someone scoffed at their idea or their notion. Otherwise, they would have done it long before if they knew that they would uh, be making the type of money both of those gentlemen are making today. So someone was scoffing at their ideas. And not only uh, did they have the, the fortitude to believe in their own idea, they were able to push through or even ignore the people that scoffed at those ideas. We need to provide students with repeated opportunities to practice this higher order of thinking. And what I also say is we need to change the dinner table conversation. Not what did you learn today? Do you like your teachers? Did you meet any new friends? We've got to take it to the next level. We need to 
throw out hypotheses and discuss those at the dinner table. Now, you're, you're probably even scoffing at me. What dinner table conversation? Um, we're always on the go. We're always on the run. It's fast food dinners and eating in the backseat of the car as we zip from one place to another. But maybe we need to reevaluate that. And maybe it's not convenient to have a dinner table conversation every day. But um, I remember regularly on Sundays, it was a sit-down dinner where we sat around the table and we discussed ideas. And I, I remember I had some far-fetched uh, ideas, but at least my parents allowed me to get them out there. We discussed them. They even gave me some of the, the pros and cons or gave me some suggestions, but they didn't dismiss them. Um, we didn't have the concept that some families have, you know, where kids just were seen and not heard. Go off and play or go sit at the kids' table. Sometimes set aside times to let them develop their ideas, okay? And that's what we mean by you know, the repeated opportunities and that safe kind of risk-free environment. Um, and then promote academic conversations or dialogues to foster that critical thinking. Maybe find articles. Uh, I had another friend, her family was similar. It was Sunday that they would sit around the table and they might, uh, everyone would bring uh, either a topic that something that they read that was intriguing or that even was questionable and the family promoted having academic conversations at the table now some parents may say well i'm not that intellectual myself i don't sit around with my friends and have these intellectual conversations how am i going to have it with uh, my kids well you know what young people love teaching adults a thing or two um, they they get to a point where they don't always like being talked down to or told what they don't know. They and so this is an opportunity for them to teach you a thing or two about something or a topic. Um, so put them in the driver's seat. So let me just end with just a few more tips on again developing students for critical thinking for the jobs of the future in the STEM arena. So number one, you want to cultivate them thinking deeply and making relevant connections. Um, encourage them to ask questions and clarifying questions. Encourage them to, even if they find or read an article on the internet, to analyze, reason, evaluate it. To Take a lot of different points of views. This is one way to dissect urban legends, for example. Have them make and reason out their decisions. Look at both the pros and cons. Have them do a deep dive, you know, diving into a particular topic. They might bring something up. Have them do research on it. Have them look at and look critically judge different ideals and solutions so if there's a problem that they're having have them work right out what all the possible solutions are and then judge which one's better and why
Have them do reflective thinking. Have them look back. Maybe even it could be last semester, last school year, and reflect. A lot of you who've taken my classes, I do something called a SWOT analysis. What are your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threat? It's SWOT, S-W-O-T. Have them do a SWOT on the last school year or the last semester. Make sure that they're well informed. Make sure they're getting a lot of different sources of information. Encourage them to always look for continuous process improvement. So if they have an area of weakness when it comes to study or study habits or work habits, have them come up with ways to continuously improve their methods and their approach. Value and respect their ideas and teach them to respect other ideas. Teach them to question what they read and hear and see, especially with today's internet information. And lastly, always encourage them to think independently, to understand other people's points of view, but to also take those ideas and come up with new ideas. All right, so go off and let's develop some young critical thinkers. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Bye for now.